0: <clears throat> Still remember that one time, huh, Levi? One one time when I shared a message, I <coughs> talked about that Lego thing. Everything is awesome, and every once in a while, Levi'll text me just full block <laughs> letters. Everything
1: is awesome. I love that. You go. It's <laughs> like
0: yes, it is. So, um, gen- generally, when someone teaches, oftentimes I feel like the, the gist is that there's an expert talking to people who aren't experts on how to be an expert. And there's an element of, like, teaching where, I mean, that's true. Like, you have to know something to be able to teach someone else, which means they don't know it. Um, but today, I kind of want to talk about what I don't know. And what I'm confused about. Um, and I don't even really want to talk. I kind of want to have conversation. So just prepare yourself to, like, you want to help you out? To, yeah, I do want you to help me out. So just prepare yourself to be ready to respond if you want to, or if you think of something, or if you have a thought or a question. Um, because I, I do hope that we can kind of come to a place together um, and that we can meet in a place and then be able to move forward. I want to talk about um, hearing God's voice. And um, I know that for me, I mean, over the years since I even had a concept that I could hear God's voice in a practical way. I mean, growing up, there was kind of like a vague kind of understanding of God's voice. And then when I went to college, I started meeting people who actually heard God. You know, like, who it was like specific situations, circumstantial things. You know, and it was like, oh, man, I want that. And, you know, I've had experiences of I know that that's God. And I know that he's speaking, and I know that he's, whether it's leading me to, like, do something, pray for someone, um, change something in myself. Um, but I've also had experiences where I have no clue. And times when I've prayed and, and sought and wondered and still come up being like, man, I just don't feel like I have a sense for if what God is leading me to do. Has anyone ever felt that before? Um, small ways and in big ways um, sometimes where I've wondered and pondered and, and often left confused and often left without the answer and the word of the Lord and a direction and an inc- or an inclination or, or whatever um, and I kind of want to talk about that dynamic um, I know that a lot of times when, when I've heard teachings or even given teachings before about hearing God's voice A lot of stories are shared of, like, success stories, like actually hearing his voice. And to me, it often is, like, communicated, oh, it's really easy to hear God's voice. You know, my sheep hear my voice, so all Christians hear my voice. Everyone does it all the time, and it's really easy. Well, and then if I'm in an experience where, oh, I don't know, well, then what do I do with that? You know, and, and then and then how do we relate and how do we have a conversation together when we're supposed to know 100% all the time exactly what it is God wants us to do? Has anyone ever felt tension in that? Like, whether you're talking about a circumstance or a decision that you're having to make, sometimes I'll even say it's God, even if I don't necessarily, like, know it is, because you sometimes I feel like you have to use that language. Um, Uh, sometimes you know it's it's just awkward sometimes for me um regarding the voice of God um so I'd love to hear and just to collectively share um times first first stories we're going to share are times when you've wanted to hear God's voice and have direction and you don't didn't get it and specifically like I want to know like how you engaged God in that, like how you asked, like did you actually ask because there's times where I'm like, oh yeah, I want like to know god 's will in this, and I never asked, you know, I never actually acknowledged God, and I never actually spent any time being like, oh god i want to I want your, you involved in this, and I want to know what 's going on, and then later on, and then later on i 'm like oh i don 't know what God wants, and it 's like, well, of course not because I never asked you know it 's like James talks about he says you don 't have wisdom because you don 't ask um, and so does anyone have? You can think about it for for a second, but if you have anything like, you raise your hand. I mean, I've had times when I've been in service or something specifically, and like people like are talking about sharing a word, like getting a word from God, or um, you know, a prophetic word for the group. And I'll sit there, and I'll and I'll just say like, okay, God, got anything for me? And then my mind will just kind of whirr and then I'll think, oh was that was that God? Or was that me? Oh, that was a funny image. Was that God? Or was that me? You know, and um and, and for me sometimes there's a, a lot of confusion. And there's been times um, when I've been really earnest and and taken risk, which is really good to do, and like I've gone up and shared something, and I didn't have the discernment, and sometimes I still don't have the discernment to actually know that it was God and it was just me and it didn't actually make any sense for anybody and 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 but but because of the kind of pressure that I self-imposed or was imposed upon me like I st- I wasn't able to really say oh that wasn't god I was just like oh well if that sticks with you then take it you know it's like well no it's okay if it wasn't god you know it's okay if it was just my thought you know there's no pressure and and that's one thing I hope that we come off the tail of us there's no pressure on our end to play make-believe and and we can take risk and we can step out and we can trust god um, but we don't need to to make believe does anyone have any any stories I maybe mean, yeah well and then i have some expertly advice too Would okay you like that as well? sure all right so you know for a while
2: like i'm sure most people have there was a point in my life where I did have a hard time hearing God's voice and wasn't really maybe even hearing it at all. Um, over time, you know, I heard some sermons and then I read an expertly letter by a gentleman over there who <laughs> wrote an article about how to hear God's voice and shared it with a certain class that he pastored called Harvest Project. Um, there we does want to speak to us. It's not like he's holding back or he's somehow saying, no, I'm not going to talk to that person today. Forget that. (laughs) No, he's not doing that. What I think he wants us to do is come to a situation where we can say, you know what? Let's not have our own... Sometimes I think we have our own ideas of what God wants to say to us. And so when we think we hear God's voice, in reality, I think we're hearing what we want him to say. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, it makes it difficult to hear what God really wants to say because it's not actually him saying it, it's you, Mm -hmm. and somehow you're interpreting it as the voice of God. So what I had to do, this actually was about a year ago or so, maybe a little less, but I came to the point where I had to say, you know what, God, just what do you want to say to me? You know, I don't even know what you want to say to me. Just say whatever it is you want. And at that point I was like, oh boy, here comes the hammer. I'm a bad Christian. I'm doing everything wrong. I'm going to mess up. I'm a failure. He doesn't want me in his kingdom. All that stuff. And that's not what happened. Instead, what he ended up saying was, you're my son. I love you. You're welcome in my kingdom. You're my part of the family, you're included, and he just kept going and going and going and going and going and going and going. It was really cool. He didn't stop. And what I interpreted that to be was years and years and years of affirmation and acceptance that I never got from the church I grew up going to or my own family or Mm -hmm. whoever it was I was supposed to get that from. So that was the coolest thing, and I think God knows more than you do what he wants to say. So if you let him speak
0: what you need to hear, it can be the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think that's really true. Yeah. And there's a, a scripture in Proverbs three five eight 8, and it's really well known. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not in your own understanding. And there's, a, there's an attitude of surrender, which I've learned on, on some level too, that opens us up to hear God's voice. That if we're tight fisting something, you know, if we really want to hear something specific, well then I, then I myself have closed myself off to potentially having, even being able to be confident when God actually speaks. Um, and there's something really real about being surrendered even in the midst of asking that helps us to, to hear his voice and have confidence that, it, that it's him speaking. Um, And this too, it says, you know, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Does anyone know what comes next after that? Be not wise in your own eyes. Be not wise in your own eyes. eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Um, This is one thing that I, I feel like I regularly need to meditate on. There's one thing to saying, like, I believe in God, and I believe in Jesus, I'm a Christian, I believe in the gospel. There's a whole other reality where I'm actually engaged with him on a practical level. Like, I'm I'm literally acknowledging him, relating with him, asking him, talking to him, inviting him, um, thinking, meditating, wondering um, about him, seeking about him. And if all that I have is belief, well, then I'm practically an atheist in terms of my practice. And I can say, well, yeah, I'm, I'm a believer. Well, but yeah, but I'm not engaging at all. You know, I'm not engaging with God. And then what's the point of my faith? You know, what's the point of, of my um, intellectual knowledge? And honestly, I go sometimes i go back and forth where like i'll need to be reminded and be like oh wow i haven't been engaging god like i haven't been involving him in my decisions or even in my just day-to-day life processes um and without that really what i'm saying then is i'm relying and i'm dependent on my own capacities to reason, understand, make decisions have self-control you know dictate my life I'm saying my confidence is in my innate ability to work things out and and there's a a a surrender component and a humility component um, that I am continually being taught that that is about relying on God it's this dependence and it's this trust and this surrender that opens us up to to hear his voice um I think this is a fascinating scripture. Romans 12.2, again, really well known. Do not be conformed to, to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. By testing. Like there's, there's an element of testing, of, of holding up and discerning. Is this of God? Is this of God? I mean, what do you guys think? is a is a feasible answer to that if you're testing something, what gives it validity that it's of God for you? Whether it's a specific situation or just in in general? Well wanting for it to line up with the word of God Yeah, that it, would, that it would flow alongside the scriptural truth. Um, and that it also, he talks about that it would produce, that it would reflect in us and produce the fruit of the Spirit. Now, if it produces bitterness, anxiety, anger, bad anger, it could be good anger, um, one of those things, we have right to question it. and But if it's producing... Good, like goodness, peace, wholeness, um, love, then that's a really good sign that that is something that God is doing in our lives, because He is determined to to produce and manifest His life through us. Levi, did you have something? Yeah. Yeah, anyone else? Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, I don't really hear, his, like, hear him speaking loudly, it's more
1: like a whisper, mm-hmm. and he just like gently comes in and teaches me what to do. For instance, today, I do not know how to forgive myself, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to learn it. Mm-hmm. And so recently, today, during work and close to the end of the day, I'm being shown to to learn how to forgive myself. Mm-hmm. So I felt like, uh, like gentleness and just like, uh, yeah.
0: That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, so that, so that's really one truth that all. And I'm going to take it too. That all of us can take from tonight is if we want to hear from God more. I do. Um, I don't feel like I do all the time. I do sometimes. I don't all the time. But if I but if we want to hear from Him more, be humble. You know, ad, admit that we don't have it all together. You know, admit that we need something. You know, it that we need His guidance and that His help. Because again, if we're, you know, approaching God, we're—that's we're, what we're saying. We're saying, "Well, I, I'm in need. I'm, I'm, I, I need something more than myself. I need something more than just my wisdom. I need something more than just my feelings of, you know, whether this is good or not. I need divine, a divine voice and and divine guidance." Uh, there's another scripture about discernment, uh, 1 Corinthians 2.14 says, the natural person does not accept the things of the spirit of God, for they are folly to him and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. And if that doesn't speak to our, our really our need of being dependent, I don't know what does. It says that we can't even fathom it. like We can't even comprehend it apart from the Holy Spirit apart from God revealing to us what is truth. It's at the end of one of the Gospels. I I don't remember which one. Um, But it says that Jesus breathed on disciples and their eyes were opened to the scriptures, to understand the scriptures. So that before that, there was some element that they had no clue. Like they couldn't even, in their own capacity, they couldn't even understand. Or you know, Peter, when he gets the revelation of Jesus is the son of God, Um, Jesus says to him, you know, blessed are you. You do not learn that from man, but you know, that, that's a a God given revelation a God given understanding. We can't even believe in Jesus apart from God, apart from the Holy spirit, enlightening our hearts and, and showing us um, what that is. Um, and, and that, and. Paul prays that, Philippians 1, 9 through 11. He says, that, It is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Um, one, one thing that I've fallen into and I think that a lot of or some of the Christian world falls into is attributing however our circumstances work out to God. And so we say, oh, well, I didn't get the job, so God closed the door. Or the, you know, well, that relationship was a disaster. Obviously it wasn't the will of God. It might not be, but just because it ended that way doesn't mean... That it's the will of God, or just because a circumstance works out, even if it's positive for our benefit, for our circumstantial benefit, doesn't necessarily mean that that's of God. There's this testing, there's this discerning, um, and and really on a base level, aligning everything that works out to God is is really just a, I mean, all religions do that. I mean, all spirituality. It's a it's a, it's a superstition. That's why you had. Nature gods, and you would just say, "Well, well, this the storm happened because the nature of god wanted it to happen," you know. And I know you guys have all heard that before. That God doesn't will all things that are occurring to actually be, and and He doesn't have like puppeteering control over everything. Um, and things can happen that are outside of His will. Um, I don't obey God's will all the time, therefore. Not everything happens. That's God's will. Um, And there's many more things. And so it's very important that we test and that we discern and that we come to a place of seeking God's will in everything, whether it's positive or negative, and and so that we can have a confidence and an assurance. And I want to talk in a little bit about how we get that confidence and assurance. Um, One of the things that kind of that mentality of, oh, however the circumstances worked out, it was God. It makes us feel better because we justify it as divine influence, and then it makes us be able to cope with reality a little bit, and we don't need to take responsibility for stupid actions if we had any. Um, there is a reality to God's sovereign work. It talks about in Colossians that in him all things are held together. Everything was created in him and for him and by him. Um, we can't breathe apart from God. like We can't exist Every, every cell is held in, in cohesion because God holds it together. Like everything exists and, is, and, is, and, and all life exists because of God. And so in, in that reality, there's always a place of thanksgiving. There's always a place of, of looking um, and, and giving thanks to God no matter where we are, no matter what circumstance we're in, what work we have, what stage of life we're in. Um, but then... We, we, need, we do need to move to a place of discerning with wisdom and with dependence on God, what is actually of God. One of the other things that I tend to do, and maybe you'll resonate with it too, is that if there's something difficult that's happening, um, we often relate with it. Even if it's not the will of God that that difficult thing is happening, we often so much want it just to go away that we don't engage God to find out what he's doing in the midst of it and again because we're impatient and you know we we get defensive and we might be hurting or we might be frustrated or you know we might be complaining because work is really tough and I don't want to be here my whole life and it's not where I'm going to be it's not where my gifts are it's not where God has destined me to be forever and so I just need to get out and there might be a reality where God doesn't want you there forever and maybe he's even calling you out but we can miss what he's actually speaking to us in the moment. You know, there is a reality that says God uses everything for good for those who love him. That doesn't mean we see it. And that doesn't mean that we're aware of it, and then that we can actually learn from it and receive what it is that God's doing that is good in that situation. Does that make sense? Really what I'm trying to challenge us and what I've been challenged in is is to to take these concepts of God's voice and really intentionally like work it out for myself. And because I don't want to just say something flippant and I don't want to just ignore um, or Mm -hmm. miss something. I don't want to just attribute my mistake or or my inability to to do whatever as just, you know, God is doing something. I want to I wanna have a deep sense of yes, that's God. I want that with all my heart. To be able to do that all the time. I do I get it sometimes. And other times I don't at all. Sometimes I feel like I'm all alone. Yeah.
1: Probably the thing that me them far in advance mm. but he gives me the next step and he promises that the word is a lamp into my feet mm. and so I have also learned then that if I can know the next step I can ask him questions about it and I have found that when I ask specific questions about the next step his guidance is quick and accurate and it's easy to I'm about eighty percent right. So like, do you want me to go to Target? That's a question that I usually hear a quick and almost an audible voice. So I'd encourage you to n- not to ask him questions that he's not willing to answer because that puts pressure. Like in relationships, guy girl relationships, we we uh, we ask far out questions and the uh, a, a better question to be asked is, well, do you want me to spend time with this person? Where, where it's a little more local, yeah. and, then, and then you get guidance better. And I would ask, I've learned to ask them specific questions, and that's been made guidance a lot more fun. Um, one
2: thing that I've um, struggled with is, a lot of times when I quiet myself, and I'm listening for God's voice, he'll repeat the same things over and over that don't have anything to do with my questions. And he'll be like, I love you. You know, you are special to me. You know, things that I need to hear. And so, like, a lot of times when I seek his guidance on something, he changes the subject. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, okay, okay. When I'm in the moment, and I call myself in that moment and ask for his advice, like of the immediate next step, like two seconds from now, what do I do? Then he's like, "Do this," and you know, a lot of times, you know, it it ends up being God and it ends up being good, but yeah, that's
0: my experience. Yeah, so raise your hand. If you feel like you regularly seek god's specific direction, I should do it more, but... and and the, the on like I find it difficult to raise my hand honestly because i'm I'm reminded all the time of like even like those specific things, and it's not like you need to ask God what cereal to eat in the morning or whatever you know and and get really o c d or something <laughs> but but that acknowledge him in all your ways, in all my ways. I don't. I just straight up don't do it. You know, and when I do, I definitely feel more connected and receive greater benefit, have greater discernment, have greater awareness, have more wisdom. Um, but I don't do it nearly as much as I want to and, and that I could. What? do Yeah. Um one thing that's been been really fun um, to do that I have been asking about has been uh, I'm dating right now, and yeah, and her name's Shatara. And so one, and and so that's besides the point. And so one thing that's been really fun to see and and has been realizing things like that I've wanted to see in terms of like our connection or the way we relate or even seeing her and having the initiative and the awareness to be like God I want to I see that like Holy Spirit will you make that happen and where I haven't been assertively trying to make something happen and, and assert control to bring something about um, and the more that I've asked about those things the more that they've occurred unprompted, where all of a sudden something will come up and the very dynamic that I was looking for or the very sort of conversation that I wanted to have would happen. And isn't that great? Another, another fun success story that I had recently um, was a little over a month ago. Um, I was being challenged by multiple people in my life to have more vision for my future. Um, with job and like what I would do with my life, and i 've never been a big future thinker um, i 've been s- generally so content just to chill in today, and i don 't really like thinking. People ask me, what are you going to do next year i was like i don 't know i don 't know what i 'm going to do next week you know and and i 'm like I really like being noncommittal because then I can always choose what I want to do in the moment um, but I was realizing i I started discerning and and started and started realizing and it took a while and realizing that oh, that might be God's voice telling me to want to have more vision for the future and i I definitely didn't realize that right away when it was conversations that people brought it up or um, you know my family friends girlfriend whatever or You know, just times when I'd be thinking and wondering what I was going to do with my life or what I was going to do in the next year or how long do I want to be at my job and things like that. And all of a sudden I realized, oh, this might be God. So then, because I discerned that and had a sense, okay, I think this might be God, then I took that back to God and I had an extra intentional time of prayer. I don't know if you guys have those where I was like, I was sincere this time. Because other times I'm not always that sincere, you know, and I kind of want things or whatever. But this time I was, like, sincere, and I was like, God, I really want that. I want greater direction for my life. I want to know what I'm going to do in the next couple years. I, I don't want to just be blind and and just go with the flow. I, I do want to have some vision. And it was either that day or the next day that somebody came up to me and put in my ear a job opportunity um, as a youth director. And three weeks later I got the job. Yeah. So, which is really fun. Um, That wasn't the point. The point was that it was really cool to ask something so specific and get an answer when it was really real. Does anyone else have any cool stories of, of asking something like that and Hearing or getting a response. might be not that's that sort of circumstance, but it could be for somebody else. I feel
3: like when, for me, when God was a bigger decision, that I found that God is generous with confirmation. So, like, for example, when I, I lived in Iowa for seven years and I always stopped, so I was going to stay in Iowa forever. But there was one time my dad called me and he's like, Mark, you really should move back to the So, so then I was like, God, is this you? Like, it just felt right when you said that. And then I was like, I need more confirmation. Mm-hmm. And then because of that, I had people at a coffee shop talking about Minnesota. My roommate had a dream about me going to Minnesota. I mean, just, cool. he was generous in confirmation. Yeah. And the same with moving to Godtown. Actually, I quit my job and moved to Godtown. Like, I feel like I'm, I know I'm. He's good dad. He doesn't want you to kind of, you know, and he was. I mean, just everything was just lined up. And were
0: you seeking?
3: I asked Were you asking before
0: that happened?
3: For, well, the Minnesota one, he said it. Then after, my dad said it. Then I said, like, God, I
0: need
3: more confirmation. I'm like, this is a bigger step, like, put my job Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's totally cool. And I think that's a big part of prayer and about that surrender component. Because even for me, with this job situation, when I, in the last few years, when I've thought about, like, ministry jobs, I actually haven't wanted to do it. I've actually had more of a disgust than, like, an interest. And I've thought about it because sometimes it makes practical sense. But, like, in how, like, I would respond um, wasn't positive. And when this opportunity came around, because, so I prayed, I was like, God, I want to have, so I had an element of surrender, like, God, whatever you want, kind of position. I want more vision. And, that, and then when it was presented to me, I was kind of shocked at my response. I was shocked at my openness to it. And because I was like, oh, that's not normal. Like, that's not, that's not just me um, responding. Because I would respond and say, no, I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to get involved with, with something like that. And I was shocked because something opened up in me And I was able to say, yeah, I think that might be a possibility.
1: of God. We prove that we're in this family in the way that he was leading <coughs> us. And I often find that I'm as I'm walking, I just turn and he did it again he did it again and he just keeps doing it. He <laughs> just keeps leading us. It's just a wonderful thing. Even when we don't ask him because we are in his we are walking in his will and it's a great place to be. Mm-hmm. Your, your heart is submitted. You're not fighting him. You're not resisting him. So he's just taking you yeah. along.
0: Yeah, chicken. Um, well, I guess for me, it, it was just
4: like even being here. It's just how, like, lo- like, you know, listening to the Lord. I was, you know, after I graduated high school, I, too, was going to do the harvest project. where my mom had told me, I feel like you should do the harvest project. And my oris- like, initial response was, no, I'm not going <laughs> to do the harvest project. Um, and there wasn't anything, like, i didn't want to. I just didn't. There's, there's something else I wanted to do. And so I went with that and like about six months later I was in school and at the place I was at and things were going okay and uh, but I knew like the Lord had something more you know and one night I might, like, you know, in the kitchen or I was like lying in bed or something where I was staying at and the Lord very clearly was like to me it's time to leave where you're at and I was He didn't was, say it. He didn't answer. Mm-hmm. He just said it. No, yeah. Yeah, it was just it was like I need you to send me. But I was thinking to myself, like, well, God, like, I have friends here. I have a good support base here. Like, kind of seems to. And then it became even more discouraging because they're like, we feel like this isn't the right time for you to do that. Mm. And then I was like, What? <laughs> because I had, like heard that and then you have a group of people saying, Well, we don't agree with that, you know. Yeah. And it was so hard for me. It, it it really, really was hard. But what I found out is like just you know, one day I was like, Alright God, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna listen to what you're what I believe it seems like everyone, all the other situations and everyone else I talked to was saying this is- Awesome. And that's just like you know, to me, a testament of the Lord's faithfulness, and just really how when you step out, and even when it seems like you know that you can't even see the road ahead of you, you know, it looks like there's just this big question that you can always know that the Lord is with you. If He tells you to do something, or if you feel like He's telling you to do something, He'll be with you. Step out in faith. Yeah, and that's just.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and one one word on that. I wouldn't make it a standard to say, if I hear it and no one else does, I'm just going to listen. Because what we can do is we can selfishly say, well, I want it to happen, and I think it's of God. Therefore, I'm going to do what I want, and these people don't know what they're talking about. Okay, And you know how we test it? There's always a testing there. There's always evidence. How we test it is what's produced out of it. If, it, if, if, if you're getting bitter and resentful and you know, angry and feeling entitled and hurt by the opinions of other people, then you're probably wrong. You're probably wrong. If you're being filled with continued peace and, and trust and it's, and it's resulting in more connection with God and, and more trust in him and more surrender... Um, then you can start thinking that, yeah, I might be getting something that even the people around me aren't getting. Does that make sense? And because we don't want to just justify our own way, Jesus talks about it. Um, he says, I can do nothing on my own. That's a big statement. you know. And as I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just. Why? Because I seek not my own will but the will of him who sent me. And I think that when we are just seeking our will, our response to it, and from internally to, to functioning, when we're just seeking our will, it'll manifest in bad fruit. It'll, it'll manifest in entitlement, or as being a victim, um, we'll complain more, we'll be bitter about other people, um, and we'll feel like, oh, we really got to force this thing to happen. And, and then that's probably not God. Um, because he's not producing that in you. And we can tell that this is the way because of the fruit of the spirit, what's happening in us as we walk it out and what's happening um, around us too. Um, and so last thing um, before we close, just a little, a little teach on it that I've been learning through, through process of, of not just success, okay? Not just feeling, oh, I know exactly what God wants me to do all the time and big things and small things you know going through the day and being like man i don't i don't know what where god's voice is or you know man i wish i had got more words from god to like help people and more confidence and boldness and or even asking god for those things sometimes and seeking him and not necessarily having an answer um, the place that we can always come back to is dependence and is trust the thing that gives us confidence in his voice is our reliance on him if I ever check out, or if you ever check out, where you're not practically depending on God in some way, you know, through seeking wisdom in Scripture, in the people around you, and in prayer, um, where you're really open to His voice, even if it's not exactly what you want to hear, even if it's not necessarily going to be super easy, um, is we need to be surrendered to, to, to a place of dependence and trust. Um, and again, that verse, it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways. Acknowledge. Okay, That we don't need to have like ongoing crazy prayers all the time about the same thing over and over again. But we can go throughout our day and say, God, what do you, you know, direct to me. Show me. Even as Paul talked, even as people shared about when God's voice came it came through, it comes through us often. It comes, he directs our intention. He directs our motivation. He, d- he directs our emotion even and directs our thoughts to different things. And so we pray and we seek, but then oftentimes we look for then how he's directing us. And that's the only way that we can have confidence that that's God compelling us and not just our own motivation is the trust. Is the trust because if I have a place of dependence on Him, and and He's faithful, and Scripture says that He is faithful to lead, and He is faithful to direct us, and and He is a good Shepherd, and so that as I trust Him, now I can have confidence in His direct in in the direction that that I'm moving. That even unvent, events unfold in some ways. If I detach from being dependent on Him, man, I'm going to be confused. Because I'm not, I'm not dependent, um, and so we need to stay um, in that place. You know, Jesus says, "Abide in me, and and I will abide in you. Um, I am the vine; you are the branches. Abide." Over and over and over again, throughout Scripture, we see that that picture of just abide, ask, seek, knock, um, intentional, real, personal. Uh, it doesn't need to be super spiritual um, or eloquent or anything. Whatever it is for you. It's acknowledging God, surrendering whatever your will is and allowing him to speak and direct so that you can actually have confidence in that moment when he pushes and you can say, yes, I think that's God. And then, even then, there's a testing as you step out and you see what fruit is produced out of that act of obedience. Yeah? So I want to practice that more and more um, as I go from here you know day to day in every aspect of my life and i hope that that you do too and it's very possible because he is a good shepherd it's not it's not it's not dependent on just our ambiguous trying to figure him out we trust we ask and then as paul said then we take a step then we move what's the next thing and then we move and we'll see his divine grace as things um, progress from there amen So, God, we really do want to have a, a deep sense of your voice and your leading in our lives, in the, in the small things and the big things. God, we don't want to be flaky. We don't want it just to be ourselves um, or to be superstition. God, to make ourselves feel better, just to justify something as being from you. God, we literally want to, to have an understanding and a discernment that recognizes your voice and your direction so that we can respond to it, Father. Holy Spirit, I just ask that you empower all of us to acknowledge you more and more, to remind us to engage with you, to pray, to to, to ask, to take that simple task of asking that that we forget so often sometimes, um, and that, that place of dependence and trust on you that, that takes a practical role um, in our lives, Father, because we are nothing. We, we can do nothing apart from you, um, Father, and, and we want to rely on you so that we can see transformation in our lives, but in the lives of those around us, and so that we can live to the fullness that you've created us to live in. In Jesus' name, amen.
4: Uh yeah. That was really good. Seriously. Thank you. Um actually could we just do a like take a minute and just felt like we should say what we appreciated about what Dan shared. So if you feel like you appreciated anything about it or what did you guys appreciate what he just talked about? Is anyone honest? He's asking his brothers and sisters for Golly advice? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there really was. Yeah. Well, I don't know. For, for me, Dan, what I really appreciate about what you said is just how, even how, like, you engaged, you know, people in the audience and allowed people to share how, you know, their personal experiences with their message. And I think that. That's one of the most encouraging things, I think, in the body when people are able to, to offer each other insight and share, you know, their past experiences and really be able to function and flow together. And I was even really thinking, like, even in the Old Testament, like with the Israelite community, when the Lord had, you know, instructed them to build those different things and what it would have been like if he just was like to Moses, I want you to build all this by yourself and, you know, not have anyone else help you build that. And I was like, you know, how much that would have sucked for him (laughs) if that was like the case. But I really feel like, you know, they had like, you know, different, you know, people helping with the wood and, you know, different people helping with the curtaining and different people helping with all these different functions and it allowed, you know, the body to flow, you know, and work together. And I feel like that's kind of a, a common thing of what, you know, we had tonight with just the different insights and things shared. So, thank you for that, Dan. Um, now, I think we're probably just going to, you know, break into small groups in a time of prayer and really, I felt like the Lord was saying even that if you've had trouble or, or in the past really hearing his voice and just, and, um, or if you've never experienced hearing his voice before, like just to get into groups and, and pray for one another and encourage one another about that. Um, and then uh, even for discernment as well and just the time of really just praying together with one another and seeking Him and, and for those who are just wanting to hear the Lord's voice more, just to do that. So, sure.
0: Just as you thought about that, I, I think that one other thing that can get in the way of us hearing is disobedience and it is even rebellion um, against His will because it you know, when we're, when we're praying, we're seeking God's will. We're, we're saying, oh, God, I want your will done in my life. Well, what does that mean if I'm purposefully, knowingly not wanting his will done in this other area of my life because I'm disobeying him, because I want to do, do my own thing and run my own way, um, you know, in sin, um, in denial, in whatever it may be, that if you're, if you're seeking God's will in like a specific area because you want his blessing in your life for your job or your family or whatever. And yet at the same time, you're saying, yeah, but I don't really want your will. I just want your blessing. Because if I really wanted your will, then I would be seeking to not do this anymore because I know that this isn't good for me and it's not what you want for me. And and James talks about it. He talks about being double-minded. And and so that's a thing just to think about too. Uh, and, and it's not to condemn, but it's to it's to highlight so then we can respond appropriately because if you do want the will of God and if you've been having problems finding his voice um, then you won't need to seek it out very long you'll already, you'll, if, if you are there right now then you're already knowing exactly what it is that I'm talking about if there is something in your life um, that is against the will of God and so that needs to be addressed really before you can have confidence in his leading and something else um, is to be able to, be able to say, like, no, I'm walking firmly in him. It doesn't mean being perfect, but it means that you're being surrendered, you're being open, you're being honest with him and with other people, and that you're saying, God, I want your will to be done in my life in every area, not just in the ways that I want to be benefited. So, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That was
4: good. yeah. So, and even in, in our times of gathering, too, if, you know, about hearing the Lord's voice, just even felt like encouraged to share that just take this week, to even, you know, listen for the Lord and, and, and see how, you know, you can, because the biggest thing I think is that everyone is going to hear the Lord in a different way. You know, it's not all going to be just like a common thing of how we hear the Lord. He'll like, you know, guide you in different ways, whether it's through, you know, an audible voice or something, you know, confirmation through other people. And I just felt like, you know, during the week, if it, if it doesn't look like or you don't hear the Lord how you thought you thought you would hear, or you think you would hear him. Not to be discouraged by that, you know, because everyone is going to have their own way and their own experience with their own interaction with God. You know, that's one of the beauties of why we were created—not all alike, but differently. You know, we are all meant to experience God in different ways. So, uh, yeah, let's just um, break up into small groups, you know, like two to three people, and just uh, pray together. Um, And uh, share with one another if, you know, this is something you really want to experience if you haven't before. And uh, whenever you guys are free, um, we'll end the meeting and when you guys are done. Um, There's food upstairs whenever you guys are done, too, so help yourself. And, uh, yeah, let's do it.